Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's even better when he's in person with us. You can see the joy on his face. Who is this? This Take a guess. Take a guess. Yeah. Instinct. Yes, sir. Good got job, it. I, I got guess right. Well, there's really only kind of two guesses. Yeah, I was gonna say there's not like Backstreet Boys. Yeah, it was one of one of the two. So this is the one that Justin Timberlake was in. Yes. Yeah, okay. that, that's Instinct. Yeah. So this is this is what we listen. Now, to. were you an Instinct guy or? This Backstreet is what Boys I listened guy? to. Well, yeah. I like I like Justin Timberlake because he's from Memphis and he did a song with Three Six Mafia. So he I did. Yeah, that was yeah. a good album. See? Uh, the Justin one. Yeah. 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 Welcome back, Midday Show. What's up? We break down some 90s music here. Well, Elliot, a lot is up as we wait for the, uh, I, I guess we await something coming out of Novacare. Something's about to happen. All right, let me ask you this. Do you think there's going to, there'll be an end of the season press conference, but do you think we'll get some sort of word if Sirianni's staying, or we're just going to get word if he's gone? My guess is now, if I remember correctly, in 2020, Doug did have an end of the season press conference. And then they fired and him. And then they fired him. I think this time around they won't do that. I think if we hear from Nick again... It'll, it'll be the, uh, the he staying. Now, there is availability today. I don't believe Nick Howie or Jeff, I would assume Jeffrey's not set to speak. Um, it'll probably just be players. But yeah, I think we'll have a, an answer on Nick three, you know, next two or three days. How do you assign blame? We've been discussing this morning. Who deserves more blame yeah, who, down the How stretch? you parcel this thing out, man? Jalen or the coach? Jalen. Well, I think this is on Jalen because Jalen's the quarterback. Much like if you ask me, why did they almost get to the Super Bowl last year? Why did they start ten and one? Like, there's a reason Jalen was an MVP consideration in the league when they were ten and one, right? Because he's the quarterback. He has the most influence on what happens. He's the one that touches the ball every play. He's the one that decides where the ball goes. He's the one that makes the pre-snap reads. He's the one that can audible into plays. He's the one that's supposed to be the reason they win. And for and. For a large stretch of his career, he has been the reason they've won a lot of games. Like, I think that while it's a frustrating stance to take, and trust me, it's funny coming from me. Like, I, I like to take one side or the other. I think the honest truth of what's happening here is Nick had a bad year and Jalen had a bad year. Doesn't mean Nick should be fired. It doesn't mean Jalen shouldn't be the quarterback. They had a bad end to the year. That's what happened with this team. I do not think Jalen should be traded or cut or he's not the answer. And I don't think Nick should be fired. Like, Jalen is is the thing that makes this thing go. He's the engine to the car. And the car crash-landed in Tampa. Not because Sirianni can't think of a way to pick the blitz up. Like, well, I wish like people should be honest here. You think the whole coaching staff has no plan to pick the blitz up? The issue is the players aren't executing it well. That's on Jalen. It's on the offensive line. It's on the receivers. Like, there, how many times do the players have to tell people this? Like, everyone's uh, making fun of the one uh, blitz pickup on third and two where Goddard and Devontae were on the same side of the field. And it's like, no one's looking. How, you know, how, what's his play? 
Devontae told us they made a mistake. There was a confusion about the hand signal. So if you want to say Nick should be on the hot seat or Nick should be fired, I think Nick deserves blame because this is a sloppy team that makes mistakes 19 weeks into the season that they should not be making. But with the offensive scheme and the offense and all that, like that's on the players. And the most important player is Jalen. But, but my question would, to you would be this then. So how did it get to this point? Because at some point, I, and, and this is me, you know, invoking the old-ass player that I was like, mm-hmm. like 20-something seasons ago. When you talk about uh, the, the, the main thing being the main thing and getting to the Super Bowl, at some point, if, if, when you're the, the franchise quarterback, you have to know that the route the, or the way that you're going is not sustainable. So at what point do you feel that, that they should have, he should have started to say something about all of this? So in terms of why the season fell apart, I think the real reason it fell apart is they really, really botched the defensive coordinator thing. Because if they kept this eye and the defense played at the same level it was prior, they were really bad against the Niners in Dallas for sure. But on the whole, that on the whole, Desai wasn't terrible. Mm-hmm. They win that Cardinals game, right? If they win the Seahawks game, they're probably the one seed. Maybe they're playing at home. And I know they fell apart, so you know they, they might have lost to the Panthers this past weekend. It might have not mattered. But I think the reason the season fell apart is because they botched the defensive coordinator thing. So, Elliot, mm-hmm. when Lurie sits down with with uh, Sirianni here, what do you think he's trying to figure out? Like, what do you think Lurie needs to hear from Sirianni for him to keep his job? I think. Lurie needs to figure out if Nick and Jalen and Brian Johnson can still work together next year. I think individually, all three of them are are good at their job and all three of them have good intentions. I don't think this is a situation where there's a bad apple amongst them. I know some stuff came out this weekend about, you know, Jalen as a teammate and all those things. Like, and it, it sounds like Carson, like it does. But I think a difference is Jalen hasn't torn his ACL and broke his back. Like, I think Jalen can become better at being a leader in the aspects he's not great at now. But what Lurie needs to figure out is, can Nick, Brian, and Jalen work together? Because if they can't, then it really doesn't matter whose fault it is. Like, I don't think Nick deserves to be fired. I think firing him would be a red flag for the organization. They will have fired Nick at the first sign of trouble. They will have fired Desai after 11 games. They tried to trade Jalen after the 2021 season. Like, at a certain point, you got to give people time to be good at their job. Howie is the best person in that franchise at his job. Why? Because he's been doing it for 11 years. He's had years like Nick had where it all fell apart, but he's been allowed to stay and clean it up. Like this idea that Nick can't solve the problem, I don't think that's true. I think the problem might be maybe Nick, Jalen, and Brian just can't can't do it, and then you have to get rid of someone, and it's not going to be Jalen. So, uh, so what about the, the where they are as a franchise? Because I think that plays a role into this, too. Like, yeah, I think sometimes you let a young coach figure it out, and then they figure it out. And that, maybe that could be Nick Sirianni. But if they're in a Super Bowl window, do they have time? Well, and are, they, are they in a well, Super Bowl that, window? that's a fair question. I mean, I, how they look at the roster, I don't know. I mean, all I know is last year they went to the Super Bowl. This year they were 10-1. and one. Are, are they now not a team that's in a Super well, Bowl window? So if, if they are... I think that's got to impact the Sirianna decision. Like, is he the guy to win the Super Bowl next year? So things changed super quick in the NFL. Yep. Because six weeks ago, I thought they were maybe the best franchise in the NFL, right? Like head coach, quarterback, GM, owner, the spine of this team, like the backbone of it was super strong. But now you look at it, they have to rebuild the whole defense. They're going to have to rebuild likely the interior of their offensive line. Their quarterback is a question mark going into the season. I don't think any team that has a question mark at quarterback can consider themselves like legit Super Bowl contenders. Um, and they're going to have to maybe have a whole new coaching staff. Like, how many teams with a rookie coaching staff win the Super Bowl or even make the Super Bowl? We talk so much about how two new coordinators have impacted this season. There's a really there's a chance they're going to have two new coordinators again. 
Like there is no trend or really argument for them being a Super Bowl contender next year. Unless you think Nick and Jalen can can turn it back around. Or just Jalen want a new coach. Or just Jalen, yeah. Well, no, but if they get a new coach, they're not winning the Super Bowl next year. Oh, I don't agree with that. I, I feel strongly well, about I mean, that. John Gruden, you think a rookie head coach is going to come in and win the Super Bowl? So I was going to say John Gruden in Tampa went and won his first year. He wasn't but a rookie he was not coach. a rookie head coach. Uh, and the same yeah. thing I was going to say in uh, Denver with Kubiak, but he also wasn't a rookie right. coach. He had coached in, in Houston. So, all right, then let, let's say they do pull the plug on Sirianni. Do you think it would – do you think they would hire the same kind of coach they have now? For yes. A, oh, so we're talking about a young offensive mind, likely without any head coaching And that's experience. who they should hire. Bobby Slowick, Ben yeah, Johnson. Yeah, if you're getting rid of Nick, it's because you think this thing needs rebuilt, right? If you're getting rid of Nick, it's because you don't trust the staff around him. You don't trust him. If you're going to hire a new head coach, you're hiring all new staff. Teams with all new staffs, especially young staffs, don't win. And if you look at who who Lurie has hired, he's always hired that type of guy, and he should. Like he's done a pretty good job with his head coaching hires. I don't want a defensive head coach. I don't if, like if, if you're hiring a new head coach, it has to be about Jalen. That's why I don't want Belichick. I don't want a 71 year old defensive mind that hasn't been good for a few years. You're gonna hire a new head coach. Like if you're gonna tell me the right move is getting rid of Nick, then go get a young offensive play caller. Like, that's who they need to hire. And if you're hiring that guy, he could turn into a great coach, much like Lurie said Nick could when he hired him. Remember, he said the coach you can become. He apparently just meant when you're good. Like, when you struggle, then, you know, we might get rid of you. But if they hire a new young offensive play caller, yeah, this this future can be bright again. But they're not a Super Bowl contender next year. So so if if am I right in, in thinking that you think Brian Johnson is going to survive all this? Coach Johnson is going to survive this? So... It's tough to say because I do think with how this ended and how bad the offense looked on Sunday or Monday, like someone might just have to go. And Brian's the easiest to get rid of in a way. But your fran- your franchise quarterback really likes him and he handpicked him and it's his friend. And, you know, he's like, and now, look, I'm not saying I agree with it, Hugh. Like, not, yeah. this is basically Press Taylor and Carson. Like, everyone hated when Carson did that, right? When he had Press Taylor and it was like, someone has to coach Martin and all those things. I just wonder how Jalen responds to them if they were to fire Brian Johnson. All right, let me ask you this, and and I asked you this before the show today, and I know that we have like PTSD from the Carson thing, but just try to remove Carson, just just like a big picture question. Do you think that that no, they should ask Jalen Hurts and take his opinion into account on Sirianni's job? Yes, because if you remove the Carson thing, ultimately, like you're only going to go as far as Jalen takes you. That's what you saw this year. Jalen didn't play as well. They didn't win a playoff game. They collapsed in the division. Like, Jalen wasn't as good this year. That's why the season didn't pan out the way people thought. And for Jalen to be the best version of himself, you need to take his his opinion into account. So while I do not think it is fair if Nick Sirianni gets fired, Nick has done a great job as head coach. He had a bad six weeks, but, like, everyone had a bad six weeks. Kelsey had a bad – like, all like everyone on the team had a bad six weeks. And maybe that just is how it has to be. But I would, I would ask Hurts about the new head coach, yeah. L.A. Shore Parks is sponsored by Bet Parks. Open the Bet Parks app. New users win your first $10 bet and get $125 in bonus bets. Must be 21 in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Ohio, or Maryland. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, Ellie, what's your read on the Kelsey thing? You mentioned they have to rebuild the interior line, we think, right? Because Kelsey, yesterday, their, their stories were from Schefter and even locally that he had told his teammates he was done, and then he does his podcast, the New Heights podcast, and he did he wasn't as concrete about it. Yeah. Do you think it's – is so, he retired? The retiring thing – is is tough to talk about, I guess, because there's a lot of factors of player I don't know about, like family things, all that, right? Like how he's feeling. Sure. But to me, Kelsey Kelsey has felt all year like someone that is going to retire. So I think he is going to retire. That would be my guess. But 
but they need him back. Like, Kelsey is one of their five best players on the roster. Like, if they don't have Kelsey next year, that is a major blow to this offense. That for, for years, the Eagles have won because they've dominated on the offensive line and the defensive line. That's also what fell apart this season. The offensive line didn't play as well. The defensive line wasn't as good. If you lose Kelsey, you're looking at two guys at the middle of the offensive line. And on the defensive line, who's even definitely going to be back? Jalen Carter? Josh Sweat? Davis will be here. Right? Davis will be here. Third, but third, third, third year in a first-round pick. Yeah. yeah, Davis will be here. But yeah. at this point, what, what impact does that I don't have? Know. Right? Like Hassan Reddick, I don't know if he'll be I think back. you gotta, you got to bring Hassan back. You, gotta pay you have to pay him. I agree. But are they going to pay him? Yeah, I think they well, should. they didn't pay him last year. They didn't they? pay him last year. And then he didn't have as good of a year. It would have made, it it made more sense. Now, it could be after two years they feel more comfortable altering the contract with one year left. Yeah. Like that, that could be it. But I think like Hassan's at a point where he has a ton of leverage here. Like They cannot lose Hassan Reddick. If you lose Hassan Reddick, then I mean, you're, you're spending that money elsewhere in another edge rush. Well, of course. And then, yeah, the, the corner situation is a mess. All right, Elliot, let's end with this. Your reaction to the big station announcement yeah. that we made at 1030. I mean, look, I... So before I worked here, uh, I was just uh, uh, an Eagles beat writer. I worked with you at, uh, at NJ.com. Yeah. Um, Spike hired me here. Like Spike took a chance on me. Spike's been huge in my career. So personally, I love it. But just for the city, I mean, I can speak when I say like Spike might have been in New York the last few years. Like me and Spike talk about Philly sports all the time. He loves it here. I truly believe Spike's heart for as much as he loves music and all those things. I think his heart is in Philly sports, and it's in radio. Like, he loves WIP. And I think anytime you can bring someone like that back to the station, like, it's a win for everybody. So I'm super excited to have him back. Yeah, well, he, he's an Eskin. And Eskin's voice needs to be on the station all the time. Yeah, what now look, he does have bad takes, but it is what it is. Well, I mean, he'll fit right in with the rest of us. <laughs> exactly. I mean, he'll fit right yes, in. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. We're excited to have Spike back. Elliot, uh, so what's going on? So they're meeting today? Uh, so there's a team meeting, team meeting? today at 2 o'clock. Okay. That, that's like a scheduled thing every year. That's not a – they're calling a team meeting to announce something. And then after that, uh, you know, exit interviews and players get out of here. And I, I do think quickly, what this team might need more than anything, not a new head coach, not a new quarterback, they might just need to get away for a little. Like, they, they lost Super Bowl last year. They had the toughest schedule in the league this year. It's been a hard year. I do wonder if you just run it back next year with the same guys – if they're just a refreshed group. Maybe. They could also use a PR spin if they do that because people are not happy right now. No, people will be very mad about yeah. that. We'll see. All right, Elliot, we appreciate it. There he goes. Elliot Shore Parks joining us in studio. We'll find out more in the next coming days of what's going on with Eagles. All right, 215-592-9494. Any news we get, of course, we will pass it along to you. Let's grab, uh, grab Black Gritty here, and then Black Gritty. We, uh, we'll give you a second clue uh, with the prize today. And I, I do think we have uh, – we're going to read some of the tweets under the photo. Yeah, yeah. well, as expected. So I held up – we took a picture this morning. I held up the photo of myself. Oh, you're going to do that on the air? Oh, well, well, no, I put the picture up on Twitter, which yeah, you know, yeah, people are usually very nice on Twitter. You think so? Oh, well, yeah. I, I trust Joe Kyle especially. to read the best ones. Yeah, okay. that, that's best for the show. Yeah, oh, I'm, about yeah. To read, I'm about to read them myself. Yeah, well, you, we know you go to the comment section. All right, Black Gritty's <laughs> up next. What's up, Black Gritty? Joey Bear, Hugh with a do Quinjet behind on, the man? glass. So, What's Hugh, up? Let, me tell you, let me tell you a quick story. You know, uh, I've only been hung up on this station twice, and it was by Spike. And Joe banged on me, Hugh. They Joe, banged on you was that during twice. the rights to Ricky Sanchez hour? Yeah, it was. It was because I was out there trying to tell him about Brett Clown and Benjamin Simmons. <laughs> they and did what to you? was like, I ain't trying to hear all that. I'm like, you, they beating up on nobody. And then they banged on me twice, Hugh. Guess who was right? 
history. History back your boy, Black Freddy, up here in these streets, too. So I'm glad that they kept these two separate because they get up to no good when they're together. Love Fox. Yeah, right? uh, so Hugh, gotta, uh, gotta... Spike used to host when I was on at night. He used to do an hour with me once a week. It was uh-huh. called The Rights to Ricky Sanders Hour. We would talk Sixers. And we had wacko callers like Black Gritty call in. We had, we had to run them, run them off the air. So what? what Bang on your boy, that's twice, right. Hugh. That's right. Me. So let me tell you something. Uh, Elliot Flip Flop Park is out here tweeting, we're playing the Lions at 3 on Saturday. I'm not listening to nothing he got to say about nothing. Uh, Hugh, what's 77 million minus 44,000? Just give me a number. Three. <laughs> See how you don't know? That's Nick Sirianni when you ask him any questions. What, what do like you do was, against the Blitz? Like I don't know. I don't give a shit. Joe, it ain't that funny. Stop laughing. <laughs> Three. <laughs> he, he ain't got He's no an idiot. answers. No, you you you're, you're smarter than Nick. Don't, you know, I'm not, don't get that confused. You I'm just trying up. to give a I'm just trying to give an example. You know, I, I'm sorry, I took it out of you. You know, you in the maps. But I'm saying this guy has no you, answers. This city on the standby and allow him to be the head coach. You know what's gonna happen? <laughs> oh, you're making you keep me him look next bad. year, right? While all these other people are available and open, you get you get a good offensive coordinator. He turns the team around. Guess what? Somebody's gonna come and coach him, and now you're stuck with dummy Nick. You might as well go out there and find this young offensive mind now who can actually call plays and give him the job so he don't lose the job later. Am ben Johnson, Nick, Bobby Slowick, get him I, in here. Am I asking too much for people just to pump your brakes just oh, a little yes. bit? Oh, yes. They lost and six of seven. Just stop you, being so you, emotional. You, if I ask Nick Sirianni how to pump the brakes, you know what he say? Well, that's a little tricky because nowadays we got to simulate with the car driving system and we don't really learn how to tackle. That's the kind of dumb answer you give this to. You talk about uh, show me say he showed me he is the most unqualified person first time I heard him speak. And anytime you ask him a hard question, last thing I'm going to tell you, this is exactly why he's got to go, Q. Every single game when they're winning and they were doing good, after the game he gave a speech. They got their butts whooped like nobody's business. And what did he do? He let the team talk it out. He let the team point fingers. He didn't have nothing to say to those dudes got their hearts snapped after San Francisco. And after that, it was team meeting after team meeting after team meeting because my leader couldn't lead, and he's got to go. Yeah, he, all right, give, give me a guess, Black Ready. Black Ready, what movie are we talking about? Uh, uh, um, uh, uh, Boogie Nights? I don't know who else. <laughs> Damn, really, Black Ready? <laughs> <laughs> I know how you be. You know what I'm saying? I'm oh, man, what a guess. Boogie Nights? <laughs> Sorry, partner. No, that's not it. That is now I'm, now I'm imagining that whole thing. All right. Let me ask, I'm going to throw a question, everybody, okay? Because I asked this to Elliot, and I, I actually think this is a really interesting thought that Jeff Lurie and, and the Eagles have to think about and whether they want to go down this road or not. So they're having these exit interviews, they're having their goodbyes or whatever they do before they make a decision on the coach. And I'm sure at some point, Jalen Hurts will sit down with Howie and I'll sit down with Jeff, maybe the two of them to, you know, together, one big room, or maybe individually. Hugh, if you're Jeff Lurie, do you... Take what so you ask him about Sirianni, right? You, what happened to you and the coach this year? How's your relationship? All that. Mm-hmm. Would you then factor in what he said about how, what he thinks about Nick in the decision to keep Nick or not? Like, does he get a say? Jalen, right? Yeah. Does <sighs> Jalen get a say? So I'm going to play it out. Jalen says to you, I don't know. I, I, he, he gives you a vibe where he says, I don't know if we have the right coach. Do you then say, I, I got to get rid of the coach? See, see Joe, it's, it's the Does way he you, get a say? See, but Joe, it's the way you ask me the question. You know what I mean? Because I don't know, I don't know, what, I don't know what space Jalen's in. And, and I know you want a yes or no answer. I know you want that. Of course I do. I know you do. But, but Joe, I don't, I don't know. Like, it all depends. <laughs> I know you're about to kill me for this. But all depends on how he answers it. Like, if it's – if. 
Like, you have to be objective in this situation, I feel. I think that's a fair answer. How you know he answers mean? it, well, if he says the guy's a stone-cold moron, that's yeah, going to that, that, hold a lot of weight. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I didn't mean that way. It can't, put a, it can't sound personal. Like, that's, that's my thing. Because it feel, this feels messy. That's why I'm, I'm hedging. I know we do. You know, I'm, I, I know there's a lot of emotion involved with this. This just feels like a whole messy mess. It does. So here's, how I, here's my perspective on this. If I'm Jeff Lurie, I would ask Jalen Hurts, what do you think about the job Nick Sirianni did this year? How is your relationship? And it would hold weight with me. I know we all went through the Carson thing, and I thought that they handled that poorly and they gave him too much power in the organization. They rolled the red carpet out, and I know we don't want to go down that road again. But I also have to believe that if I, if I believed in this kid a year ago and I trusted him with the, the, you know, the franchise quarterback money and he's going to be here for a while, I got to know that he respects the coach and thinks he can win. Kyle, I know you've been, um, you know, you've been feeling some, some kind of way this morning about Hurts and defending of him. But, but, but this particular question, yeah. would, would Hurts' opinion on Sirianni hold weight for you if you're Lurie as you make this decision? I think because of the fact that he is the guy that you paid to be the franchise quarterback, it has to. And with the way that Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman like to, or the philosophy behind the coach that they hire, it's typically like an offensive-driven, offensive-minded yep. guy. And I think with the way that the offense sort of started sputtering out to end the season, all the question marks that we have, the main priority, the main focus this offseason should be making sure that that is the unit that you're, you know, that's your bread and butter, that offense, all the young talent that we have there. We need to salvage whatever we can out of that. So with that being said, I think having the quarterback and the coach in lockstep is maybe the most important thing. Well, I also think he he has a lot of experience. It's it's a unique thing with a young quarterback. He's he's played for a lot of coaches and he's played for successful ones. Nick Saban, Lincoln Riley, Doug Peterson. Like Jalen Hurts has played for good coaches. He knows what they look like. And if he doesn't believe in this guy anymore, I, that makes me wonder. This is what makes it a little muddy for me, Joe. And and I get what you're saying. And and to a certain extent, I feel like he should have a say. But there are reports that he was a part of the problem. So I don't know how much I could trust him giving me an honest answer, if that makes sense to you. This feels somewhat personal. This feels like some some somewhat some kind of an undermining type thing. I, and I don't know how much I would factor in his response to this. This almost – we talked about this. We kicked this around a little bit more a little bit this morning. This feels like some NBA stuff to me. It does, this like feels, when a star this, player. This feels yeah. like some, some LeBron, I don't like the coach type situations. That's what it kind of feels like to me. And I don't think that we need to start going that route. Now, should he have some say? I, I think there should be some say there, but it's going to be weighted on how he responds. Because of it, cause it feels to me, this feels a lot messier than we know. It just does to me. And that's why I, I kind of wake up every morning and I kind of go a little bit back and forth about this because you on one side you have the incompetence or the perceived incompetence of the coach. And on the other side, you have the player perspective where some people feel like there are more individuals yeah. than cohesive cohesive players. So, yeah, it's a little bit of both. I of get it. And listen, I'm, I'm not trying to take Hertz's play off the hook and the decline we saw this year. It's all real. But I, if I'm Jeff Lurie, I trust his instinct as a football person. 
His dad was a coach. He played at Alabama. All he's done is win. He played for Lincoln Riley. He played for Doug. He won here last year. He was successful under Steichen. Like, he knows what being prepared looks like. And if he tells me, I don't feel like we're prepared, and I don't feel like the locker room is where it needs to be, the culture is not where it needs to be, I'm I'm going to take that into account. It's going to hold weight with me if I'm the owner. 215-592-9494. Who deserves blame for all this, Sirianni or Hurts, as they collapse down the stretch? And how about that? Should Jeff Lurie take Jalen Hurts' opinion into account as he makes the decision on Sirianni? I think he should. I, I get it. It's kind of a slippery slope. A little NBA-ish, like you said. But I, I would do it. Plus, we got a second clue for you. A pair of great prizes. We'll tell you about that. And you got to hear this comparison for Nick Sirianni. Not a great thing. That's all <laughs> coming up. 215-592-9494. Plus a midweek take on Sports Radio 94. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is not going to work. When he got the job, the press conference, brutal. Two sources told me, I don't think he's ready. And this is Philadelphia. You talk about a high-leverage high-intensity football job. I mean, he, throughout the course of his career in Philly, he's yelling at fans in the tunnel, in the stands. He was like a kid who got a grown-up job and <laughs> fooled people for a while because he had a great coordinator. I mean, good God, even the tush-push doesn't work. Philly, Philly invented it. They can't even get their own invention right. Colin Cowherd holding nothing back on Nick one, Sirianni. One time. Woo! One yeah, time. but it might have been a symbol for the end. Didn't the no, Bucks stop that it earlier might... in the season, too? I think they did once. But there was something about the way it happened the other night. It just felt symbolic. The, well, they yeah, grabbed yeah, the, by the helmet. Yeah. No, but also yeah, the, the defensive tackle got as low as anyone. They got under Kelsey. Yes, but, I mean, I don't that's think they say, stop him if they low man win. rip yeah. him by the helmet. No, right. Low it should have been a penalty. The bottom line is, though, Cowherd going in, as everybody is nationally, on Sirianni, because right now we're awaiting news. Anything we get, we'll pass along here as we try to figure out if the Eagles are going to keep Nick Sirianni or not. I believe this collapses on him. Hugh puts some culpability on Jalen Hurts. 215-592-9494. One more here, and this this comparison is going to send some shivers down your spine as uh, Cowherd compares Sirianni to another coach that was recently fired. The last seven weeks for Philadelphia – I'm sorry, people in L.A. have seen that vibe. It's called the Brandon Staley Chargers vibe. Young coach over his skis. Where it's so bad, even the star quarterback regresses badly. From close losses to 10-point losses to the team basically no-shows at the end. And that's what they did the last month. A coaches, like, you know, McVay, Andy Reid, Shanahan, A coaches. They can lose a coordinator or a top assistant. You don't even notice. B head coaches, let's say Dan Quinn in Atlanta. He can lose a really great coordinator, Kyle Shanahan, 
and it's not the same team. But if you're a C or a D or an F, and you lose, let's say, Shane Steichen, which Nick Sariani lost, you're utterly incompetent. <laughs> so I mean, the strong. C, D, or F really hit there. That is, the F. I don't. Sorry, I, I don't me... think I don't think this mirrors San Diego. I mean, uh, the, the LA, Staley. Chargers. Staley. Yeah, well, I'm obviously Sariani more success. But let me let me say the one thing he said there that caught my attention because it's it's the. Re- the other side of this is they keep him, right? They keep him. New coordinators are in here. What's going to happen in a year if they have success? The coordinators are going to be poached. Like, can we actually have any continuity with Sirianni as a winning coach? If they, if he hires a good offensive coordinator, Hugh, in a year, that coordinator is going to become a head coach like Steichen did. Yeah, that that if, makes it troublesome. But if that in that one year that he's here. That we get a Super Bowl, I'm okay with that. I'm well, talking about a win. I would too, win. but I'm just talking about significant. We're, we're talking about the turnover. Yeah, the and turnover. just you know the c- consistency. I mean, it's a, it, that like I'm not so much worried about the chance that I would take doing that. I, I just want the results, and the results to me is if we win a Super Bowl, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that, and, and we have to figure that out. We have to do our due diligence and get the offensive coordinator back in, in another one back in here. I, I think that this is fixable. I mean, hell, if if I if I knew offense like that, I could probably fix this offense. Run the damn ball more. Like I would, I would, I would make a more of a conscious effort. I think that our quarterback is good enough to win football games with. Now, it's debatable. Now, if he's in that that upper echelon because of the season that he's had, I still think that he is. But it's debatable. I'll admit that. But we didn't him. We did him no favors by by putting it on him the way that we did. And what I mean by that is put him in a position to say, like the caller said, go out there and win the game for us. Now, he did some good things. Like, there's no no doubt about that in my mind. And he did win some games for you. He's not as bad as Acho says he is. Now, he has regressed. I give you that. But you marry his skill set with any good running game, decent running game. And I give you a team that's going to be a playoff contender next year. Well, of course, I mean I, I agree with that. And that's yeah. not and, and 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 that to me, to be honest, that's not a hard fix. That like the biggest thing that I look at when I when you talk about offenses, I would say if you bring in a different coordinator, terminology, and just getting comfortable with it. With that being said, if I have a good running game, a start running game, I could I could make it through with with this with this division. And this and and the potential schedule that we're going to have next year, because we're in the South next year, if I'm not mistaken. You sorry, what division the Eagles will play? Yeah, uh, we, we the opponents are out. We could look at that. But I and I, you're right. I, I mean, they they could do that. But if I'm Jeff Fleur, I want to win the Super Bowl. I don't no, want to be competitive. But, I want to no, win but, it all. But, but that's what I'm saying. Like a chip in the chair, you got to have that first. A chip in the chair, you definitely have that with this team if you get a good running game. So who are the opponents next year? What divisions are we facing? So we're playing the AFC North. That's a tough one. Very tough. They all had winning records this year. Yep, and the NFC South. Yeah, but, I was right. Yeah, the South. The yeah, NFC, NFC yeah. South, but then we got to play the teams that match up. So Second place? We will play the Green Bay Packers. That's could, fine. Which, Jordan Love, year two, is they, not fine. Uh, they could be well, better than the Eagles fine. next year. That is fine because, I'm like, listen, nobody, like, are, hopefully – by the time we play them, our young secondary with Ricks and, and Ringo will be up to speed. I don't know if Reed Blankenship is going to be a part of my team, and we're going to have some young line. We're going to be young on the back end, put it like that. Yep. I'm willing to take that chance, but my offense is going to to play 
mistake-free football, and it's going to be one of those games where, you know, it's, it's when it comes down to the last possession. It might not be that high-flying thing that we had before, but it's still going to be And I'll be efficient. rejuvenated with a new head coach. Who else we play next year? We'll play the Rams. Mm. That's the uh, second place in the West. And then we will play Doug Peterson in the Jacksonville Jaguars. Not an easy sk- My first instinct is that's not an easy schedule. It's not. I mean, if you consider Cincinnati's getting Burrow back, Jordan Love in year two, Stafford and the Rams, I would guess probably take a little bit of a Puka, step forward. Puka, Puka, yeah. How many layups are on there? The, the, the Panthers. That's the layup. Uh, they have the two Commanders games, the Panthers. The, the North. The I mean the South Giants, maybe. I know, but uh, so Atlanta, New Orleans, Tampa. Yeah. I wouldn't call them that's layups. That's a hard schedule. Yeah, they're not. Lay- they're, you know, the Eagles probably be favored in some of those games, if not all of them. But they're, I don't think they're layups. All right, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. All right, let's give people a couple more clues here, then, uh, or one more clue, and then right back to. Do you want to? Do you want to see what some of these are? <laughs> yeah. So today we're giving away a couple great prizes for Hughes clues. One, a pair of tickets to see Hughes' favorite artist, Hardy. Hardy He's at a the Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. <laughs> Tickets go on sale Friday, January 19th at 10 a.m. We have the tickets for you right now. The show is on June 27th. Also, a signed uh, portrait of myself in a frame. Now, we got the, um, we found out this was, it was, this left the studio for a while. We'll get to the reasons why. It came back here. I think it's about closet space, but we're giving this away. And, and this is not like a five by eight, guys. This is, this is framed. And it's a nice frame. So, anyway, nice. we put up a photo. I held it up today. <laughs> I'm sure everyone was really nice to you me did. about it on Twitter. Big what, smile on your face, it, probably not in anticipation of the comments or about well, the Well, when you don't read the comments, you could smile through Smile them. through it. Yep. What did, uh, what were some of the people saying today? So, I, I'm going to read, you know, the ones that aren't like you know, horrible people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had <laughs> Kyle Anthony said, that looks less like a portrait, more like a dartboard. Okay, so I mean, that's like that's funny. Yeah, like right, you know, yeah. I, I would I would throw. A dart it's almost at like it. you listen to the show and I say something you don't like, just throw a dart in my face. You could do that. Um, the one, this one might have been my favorite. What does the winner get? <laughs> All right, that's pretty good. Um, and then this one's kind of a two for here. I'll, we'll end it off with this because Matt Michael says. If you want to ensure you'll never get laid in your house slash apartment by any human woman, get that picture and put it in your living room. Now, Tucker Bagley raised his hand, put up a picture of your portrait at his old house. Yeah. So Tucker Bagley was this this guy, and I, you know, I guess uh, whatever happened after that with the human woman. Uh, well, that, he, that, he that, did share with us. So he's those no longer lives that old place. He, I think, he shares an apartment with his girlfriend, and okay, she, so, d- she didn't want it there. So that would so make sense. It actually kind of fits the comment. That guy was yeah. right then. Human, yeah. human woman. Human though. woman. Yeah. Human woman. Don't go there. Because I, I got questions. No, no, like, I think you should let it just be. <laughs> I'm gonna let, I'll yeah. let it be. Let but it human, be. human woman, though, I need to. Who, keep who your sent mouth that? Down like the shut, guy that boy. sent that. I'm, I'm concerned for him. Well, I think he's just trying to like make, like make it as literal as possible. Who, think, like, who thinks that way, though? Human woman. Yeah. This is probably on us for posting the photo. We we get we got the people's minds going here. <laughs> we knew exactly what we yeah. were doing. All right, couple great <laughs> prizes. All right, Hugh, give everyone a second clue. So the first the clue, second clue. First clue was your agent told you not told to me be not this do this movie. Okay. Told me not do this movie. What do you got for second? The second clue. Is this one is considered an accurate depiction of a sports movie by some? Okay, so by it is some. a sports movie. Yes, it is. So your agent told you don't do it. He's like, and no, I don't probably don't want to do that. Sports movie, and so a lot of people consider it an accurate depiction so of that sport. Is that why? You're, like your agent was like, no, like it, it, accurate depiction of sports. Hugh Douglas, I don't think so. Not well, a good match. Like at the time, and 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 if you're listening, you would probably get this because mm. it's gonna be. But at the time, it was it was it was. Because of the person and the events, it was it was considered a little controversial. Oh, 
I love this movie. It, I, it's it's one of my favorite ones. All right, let's go back to the phone lines here. 215-592-9494. A couple clues for you. Keith is up next on WIP. What's up, Keith? Keith. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? Good, you doing, Keith. What are you, you thinking? Oh, well, it's been a week since I spoke to you guys. Um, you know, I, I this is the way I, I break it down. Um, there's no question it, it's Jalen Hurts, but I'm not sure if Sirianni has to go because of him. I think you're going to look back and you're going to say, how did Sirianni win 12 games or go to the Super Bowl with Jalen Hurts? That's what I think how it's going to. Break. You mean in terms of like? Do you mean that by how did he get there with Hurts? Because Hurts isn't yes, that good. I, I that's what I believe. I believe he's exposed. I think every defense in the NFL now has a blueprint for him, and um, you know they have the the best offensive line, the best wide receiving core. Maybe not against Tampa, but still not bad. And, and no, I, Keith, I would disagree with that. I, I, Devontae's... I mean, Hold on, hold on. Devontae, a wide receiving core of Devontae, and then backing him up, the ghost of Julio Jones, Wes Watkins, that's a bad no, group. Well, the tight end also was playing. Is it? Yeah, and yeah. It, it, you know that first throw on the outside would help if he caught the ball, too. I mean, it's not like he no, played I, great. I, I agree, but, but we're, we're, we're dealing with – he's been dealing with grade-A material. He's not, you're not always going to get that in your NFL career. I agree with that. I, I mean, look at, the, look at Mahomes right now, who he's throwing to. You're not always going to – have the best. You can't the best offensive line, the best running backs. It's not the NFL. That's and it's not the Eagles' history. So I, you know, I think Sirianni might need to go. What I do is I, we clean this stop. We get as good a record as we can. The minute someone wants to bite on uh, on Hertz, I'd send him out. What do you mean? I, the, yeah, what do you mean by the minute that's right, Mark it down. Twelve forty on Wednesday, the seventeenth. First trade hurts call. The minute someone wants to give a third round draft pick, hurts <laughs> is out. I, I don't think he can get it done. Well, I'm trying to win a Super Bowl. You know, I'm not trying. I mean, well, Keith, well, third round pick's going to help you do Keith, that. To be, to be fair, and, and I acknowledge he didn't play great enough this year. <laughs> he just did have them in the Super Bowl last season, and you know, a drive away from winning. Like they yeah, were right guys, there. I think we went through that list, and that was the last place schedule. Oh my Eagles god! Play, well, wait, can loaded. I ask you a question? Can I, Keith? Can yes, I ask you a question on Super Bowl Sunday when the Eagles were in there? What were you doing? Watching the game, of course. No, no. I mean, what was the setup like? Did you have a party? Did you have your Eagles jersey on? What, yeah, what were you doing? I had my. I had my. I had a party. I, I didn't have a jersey on, but I had my Eagle. Uh, so now you want to trade? You want to trade the guy that that just had you in that moment? You want to trade him because you want to give up guys, on him after one year? Well, I, I'm just saying, I, they're not going to. He's he's too expensive for him to be a B minus quarterback. You want to get like no, I, I asked a question. You want to give up on yes, him on I, one year. I, I yeah, I don't believe he's the guy. I just don't. And I mm. want to win a Super Bowl. I want to okay. win a Super Bowl. I don't want to I want to be who competitive. Are we, the Eagles have been competitive. But who are we replacing yeah. who are we going to replace him with? Third round pick you. No, but I'm saying somebody, no give me a give me a give me an idea who you think would be a better quarterback in this in this in this uh system. Just an idea. You can even give what, me a college what, quarterback. What, what, the prototypical, what I'm looking for, is I'm looking for someone a little taller. I'm looking for a much better arm. And obviously, yeah, some Hurst ain't got a bad arm, man. And, and mo- wait a minute, mobility. Oh, come on. He doesn't have an arm. Oh, I Keith, I disagree with the arm thing. I disagree. Keith, the arm thing. Come on, So, I, look, I, here's one part, and I'm not trading Hurts. And I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not as down on Hurts, I think, as a lot of people are this week and today. But the one thing I do agree with him with 
is he can't be a B minus quarterback for the money he's going to take up on the cap. And I know OG said, if you know, a couple hours ago when he called in, pocket watch. I'll I'll pocket watch everyone. It's the NFL. I mean, the salary cap cap league. I'll I'll pocket watch them all because everyone's pocket affects the team. It's the level of defiance in your voice. I'll pocket watch anybody. I will. So here's the thing. I Jalen Hurst last year played like a top five quarterback. Agreed. This year he didn't. He didn't. I would love for him to be a top five quarterback, but I don't think he needs to be for them to win. Now he's got to be better than he was this year. So yeah. what is that? Is that top ten? Probably. I, I just I jotted down some names. I I he wasn't a top ten quarterback this year. Like I and this is not in an order. I just wrote these down earlier today. Like these are ten guys that outplayed him this year. Purdy, Dak, Allen, Lamar, Stafford, Mahomes, Goff. Tua, Love, Stroud. They outplayed him this season. And if I'm Lurie, I'm like, we got to get him back to a top 10 level. And by the way, Joe Burrow got hurt, so he probably would have outplayed him too. Mm-hmm. And Justin Herbert got hurt and had a bad season. He would have been in that mix too. So all of a sudden you start counting names. Like, mm, that's like 10 or 12 guys. They got to get Hurts back to that level. It, it's it's the key to the whole thing. They, they have to because if we have another year, guys, where he's the 14th or 15th best quarterback – Everyone's going to be saying what our last caller said, Hugh. He's got to get back to playing better. No, I think that I, 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 everybody's entitled to their own opinion, but I think that's a little harsh and premature because every quarterback goes through what Jalen Hurts is going through now. Now, when I say that, I don't mean all the, the speculation about what's going on in the locker room and everything like that, but they have that adversity after they get paid. I feel like Jalen deserves the opportunity to work his way out of this. I really, really do. It's just unfortunate that with this adversity that he's facing this year comes all this other turmoil with all this other speculation of whether or not his leadership his leadership style is conducive with what the Eagles need and if there, in fact, was some undermining going on other coach. That's a lot to digest and deal with in a year coming off a of Super Bowl. That's a whole lot. I'm going to give you a little bit of a comp. You may not like it, but What's I got to do it. All right, I'm looking at a quarterback who's now well-established into his career, but this is when he was younger, okay? His first year in the NFL, he went 13-3 and and had a completion percentage of 67.8, a passer rating well over 100. Next year, his, pa- his completion percentage fell. Passer rating fell by almost 20 points. His interceptions jumped from 4 to 13. Don't, do, not, do not say Cam News. Not Cam, though he's been on my mind a little bit too. I'm talking about Dak. Dak, this happened to Dak. Dak burst on the scene. Got MVP consideration as a rookie, 13 wins. He fell back the next year, and now, you know, Dak's a good quarterback. What have I done to deserve this? I, I'm just saying there's a similarity there. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep it 100 with you. That 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 safety, that safety the other night. It's hurting a, you still. That was a little Dakish. It was. Uh, I have a, a different name. Yeah, it was Carson. It's a little. It's a little. Wentz watch. You can't take this. I'm not doing. No, I'm not going to let you do that, man. You're going to stop doing that. It was Dakish. It was a little Dakish. Uh, it was Dakish. It was Wentzish too. It was very no. Wentzish, man. I would well, see. I wouldn't hear. Dude, that. it so was the exact play that, that Wentz made in 2020 through. against the Cowboys. Maybe actually we're, we're overcomplicating this meeting between Sirianni and Lurie. Maybe you it's know. as simple as I'm. He just shows him a picture of Wentz. Like I'm not doing this again. You, you, you can you fix this? You know what really burns my buns too, because you go in the locker room and you ask everybody else. You know when they talk about reading room. You ask everybody else what's going on, and they tell you, hey, we know how this business goes, and they should have beast. You ask Jalen, Jalen like, I don't know what y'all talking about. <laughs> like, seriously, dog? Like, you can't do that, Joe. You can't do that. Well, you do it if you don't want to answer the question. <laughs> 
Do you want like, Nick hey, back? Hey, I didn't know he was going. You, what do you worry about your head coach leaving? I didn't know he was going somewhere. Seriously, dog. <laughs> like seriously. <laughs> I mean, it's funny now because we I'm a couple days removed. Yeah, if Sirianni's out of here, that's the line that that was the nail in his coffin. Hey, I mean, that was. Hey, it. Kyle, I don't know what you. I don't know what you're talking about. Is this building on fire? You've been playing dog. I don't know what that's you mean. What do you mean it's the like, building's on fire? <laughs> Well, he actually he did it so he wouldn't have to lie. That's what I believe because he's not going to say no, right? Like he's not going to stand up there and say I don't want Nick Sirianni back. We've that'll never happen in any sport ever, right? No one, no player would ever say fire him. If that was the chance, if that was your opportunity to tell people that you weren't happy, that I mean, you should have did it. But then. he couldn't do it. Why not? Well, you think he's going to stand up there and say I don't want him back? No, not say don't want him back. I'm just like, hey, you know, me and coach, we had our differences, but we're gonna we're gonna come back and we're gonna get it right next year. Well, we'll compare oh, the Dak that's again. Bad. That's like, not bad. No, that's not. But you're acknowledging differences that he hasn't acknowledged. Yes, you should. You got to acknowledge something because something, some like this is the this is the part about him that I'm disappointed in, because there was something wrong with this team, and everybody else knew it, but him. Like that's where you have to be as a good leader. You have to read the room because everybody else alluded to it, and when you were asked about it, the leader. You were aloof. So the you other, can't do that. The other answer he could have given is, yes, I want him back. That was the answer. That It was the layup. It yeah. was a slam dunk. That's why they gave it to him. They soft-sold it to him. And he did not. That was like what Dak did to – it looks like he might have saved McCarthy's job. He really may have. I mean, it, they haven't fired him they yet. They haven't fired McCarthy. And Dak's due for a new contract. Because they don't want to be knee-jerk. They don't want to be knee-jerk. Or did the the quarterback stand up for him? Well, they probably probably interviewing people on, like, you know, making sure they're gauging people's interest. Oh, that's got to happen in this. I mean, I, I know there's rules for tampering with players in terms of free agency. I mean, come on. Like, if I'm Jeff Fleury, I'm, I'm making, you know, I'm, I'm sending out feelers for like, hey, I may have a job opening here in three days. <laughs> what's, your, what's your interest? Yeah, or, or don't take that job because I might make a phone call to you in three days. All right, Mad Mike is up next. What's up, Mad Mike? Hey, how we doing? We're good, Mike, or at oh. least we're better than we were yesterday. We're trying to figure First this out. Of all, is the movie Any Given Sunday? It is. You hit it. 100%, man. Why you give it to him? Well, he got it. He ain't even answer. He ain't even do, do the. I, I I recall. Listen, he don't get to win it because we got to do this over again. <laughs> but he ain't cool. answer the question. We can't he invent a new. <laughs> what question? I don't know. <laughs> do you do you remember how Hughes Blues works? You? I don't, yeah, know. I just I don't guess, like the fact that I, Mad Mike. But, but wait, he, he said the answer out loud. We can't oh. we can't lie. You want me to be like Jalen Hurts and lie? I don't like the fact that Mad Mike won it. Well, this is the he first about time. To, he about to come in here and pee in our Cheerios well, right this, now. This, this, this is, is what he's about to he's do. Right, he's been right. He's about to, what, look, look what he's about to do right now. Right. You're about to let him. Go ahead. Uh, so anyway, I'm going to give you my percentages, my pie chart. Howie Roseman, 75%. Don't care. 12.5% Jalen, 12.5% uh, bobblehead puppet idiot head coach uh, Sirianni. So here's my reasoning. Uh, first off, uh, how he hired uh, Sirianni, it's Howie's fault that that idiot's here. Uh, how he drafted Jalen Hurts, it's Howie's fault that uh, Jalen Hurts is here. And, and here's my thing. I think the Delaware Valley is complicit in – overrating both this idiot puppet and Jalen Hurts based on last year when I was telling you last year was a complete mirage because they played Little Sisters of the Poor for 16 weeks, like 17 weeks. And then finally when they played a quarterback, they, they lost. Like, it's, it's there, it's, it was a mirage. And you gave this undeserving quarterback a huge contract 
And everybody said, Nick Sirianni's a leader of men. You're all stupid. And I was telling you this, and it's your own fault for being dumb. Well, I'll take the blame on the Sirianni thing, because I, I, I let myself get roped into there. I'm not yet with you, Mike, on, on Hertz, but we appreciate the phone call. Congratulations. Mike is the winner. Mike now has a chance to go see Hardy at the Freedom Mortgage Pavilion on June 27th, and he gets a signed portrait of me, Hugh. I'm I wonder what That's Michael, the best part about it. Yeah, or worse, depending on how you look at the whole thing. All right, so Mike thinks we were duped here. All right, 215-592-9494. Back to the phones coming up. A lot to do, of course, the rest of the show. But it is Wednesday, which time it's time for a midweek take here. It's midday, midweek, mid-show with Joe Giglio. Med, 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 med. All right, Hugh, I've got a take here on the recent snow and ice and the weather we got last yes. couple days. So I think that adults, like just, you know, any, anyone out there in the working world, you should get floating snow days. And what I mean by that is, you know, you should get like three or four snow days a year that you could use whenever yeah, you want. So you if mean, you, if and you, not go to work? Well, no, yeah, but if, if you have a truck, right? Some people, like you, you can drive through the snow. And yes. Ice. Some people don't have that. So it's harder for them. So they might take their snow day when it actually snows. But you yes. might say, listen. I'm going to go to work. I can go to work. I, I want to give floating snow days. I, I'm okay with that because it was a lady that I was driving behind this morning, and she was taking her sweet time trying to get to wherever it was she was going. And I'm like, lady, if you don't get the hell out of my way, I'm trying to get up the street. In my world, she takes a floating snow day today. You're happier. Yes. I, I, I agree with that. I agree with that, Joe. I'm okay with the floating snow day. because it's a. And I'm not just saying this about women because I think women drivers are the best. Guys do the same thing, too. If you're not capable of driving in this weather, take the train or ride a bike. Or use a, flo- or well, use a floating the, snow day. The bike seems a little dangerous. You well, it's a little, well, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Might be a little rough. Yeah, and I just complained about the bikes that people ride like a week ago. Plus, how funny would it be if one of us here at WIP, you know, June 27th, snow day. July 8th, snow day. Because if you don't take them in the winter, they're floating. You use them whenever you want. Oh, that's dope. That's the one. I'll take those. All right. Floating snow days is the new idea that I've come come up with today. All right. 215-592-9494. We'll come back. More calls in. Plus, Howard joined us yesterday. He, I, I wonder if we got oh, I was going to say we asked him. He's not actually coming on. We're going to play what he says. I wonder if Howard knew about Spike. You think Howard? Because no one. It, it was a really well-kept secret. This is dad, though. Yeah, it was a well-kept pretty, pretty secret sure he here. Pops. Pretty sure he I don't pops. know. Kyle, do you think Howard? I think Howard would have spilled the beans if he knew. Or alluded uh, to something. Yeah, something tells me that Howard didn't know. I agree. Do you think Howard's happy about this? Uh, yes. I do. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I, I do think that. <laughs> but I, I just, I'm, I'm surprised Howard hinted it yesterday. Anyway, Howard joined us yesterday. He did say some things. What he knows about the status of the head coach, who will not be replacing him, and some very early 2024 Eagles free agency news we got from Howard yesterday. That's all coming up. Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.